Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham today. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us. And they help out you guys, Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or checking them out at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service, Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Jack, you are a member of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family, just like Zach Bingham, who once again is uh, flying the Texans to officiate his cousin's wedding on Saturday. So glad to see that you're in here, Jack. But uh, a couple things before we dive into the Carson Wentz news and the trade uh, where the Colts send him to Washington for two third-round picks. The Titans did make a move this morning by cutting Kendall Lamb and the uh, offensive lineman who was the swing tackle from a year ago uh, to kind of maybe compete for the starting right tackle job, did not win that job. David Questenberry won it. But the Titans signed Kendall Lamb to a two-year deal for $6.8 million last March, and they cut him today. And they save $3.3 million on the cap. Kendall Lamb only counts 850 k against the dead cap this season. So this was an obvious move, Jack. For the Titans that need to create space, there's a bunch of bigger names out there that they have to make decisions on. But Kendall Lamb was a pretty easy cut to save 3.3 mil on the cap. Yeah, it's not much, but it's something, you know. Um, some of these guys that they signed, Robinson, in the last two, three days has signed, re-signed, I should say, four different players, obviously Harold Landry being the biggest fish in that pond, uh, along with Tier Tart, Nick Westbrook-Akine, and everybody's favorite quarterback, Logan Woodside. So the $3.3 million, yes, it, it, it's helpful. It's not a ton, you know. You're not going to go out and sign you know, the next big name in free agency this offseason. Yeah, but, but it's it, better it than paying you, Kendall Lamb four point one, right? It gets it gets you where you need to be, and you know Kendall Lamb. I don't think the Titans really saw a fit for him this season. They really didn't use him a ton last season. He was banged up, COVID, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, the Kendall Lamb era in Tennessee is over, and the Titans have a little extra cash to spend. Yes, yeah, so that was pretty easy. So uh, uh, cutting uh, Kendall Lamb, and Jerry says cut the backups. Let's start starters walk. This O line is going to be in shambles next year. Well, we don't know what the Titans are going to do with Lawan and Saffold, who could be cut and save a lot of money there. We also don't know what's going to happen with Ben Jones, who's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, David Questenberry also an unrestricted free agent, but uh, Kendall Lamb was not going to be a part of the picture moving forward. Now on to the main event, right? Carson Wentz. A year ago, was traded from Philadelphia to the Indianapolis Colts for a in a deal that ended up in the Colts giving up a first round pick to the Eagles for Carson Wentz. Now, the irony in all of this is that the Colts traded and ditched Carson Wentz before they even used that draft pick, or the Eagles used the draft pick the Colts gave them. 
it lasted less than 365. It didn't even get a full calendar year before the Colts were like, we got to get Carson Wentz out of here. And we know the disaster that was Carson Wentz at the end of the season that kept the Colts out of the playoffs. But Jack, what before we get into your opinion on this whole thing, what did you see about the storyline about Carson Wentz and what went wrong behind closed doors with the Colts? Yeah, well, the report was that there was a lack of leadership with the Colts and Carson Wentz. Uh, he didn't respond to tough coaching, which in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position, when you and in Carson Wentz situation is is unique because he had Doug Peterson, uh, or excuse me, Frank Reich, uh, helping him along, who he worked with in Philadelphia. So you would think tough coaching with a familiar coach wouldn't be a problem, and, and you know you would be able to take that criticism. Carson Wentz was not able to do that. And for a guy like Carson Wentz who came to the Colts after leading the league in interceptions while also fumbling the ball 10 times in Philadelphia, you would think he would want that coaching. He's got to make money in this league. And I know I know the Colts, you know, pushed his $28 million uh, contract off to Washington. But you don't want to be the guy that leads the NFL in turnovers every year. You don't want to be the Eli Manning late in his career. Uh, it's just – for Carson Wentz to for the Colts to come out and say this, it's it's surprising, and I think Frank Reich really got uh, ahead of his skis in this one when he decided to bring Wentz in. Every this is the thing about Carson Wentz. They saw that one year he had before he got hurt. You know, twelve games into the season when he was one of the leading MVP candidates. Yeah, twenty seventeen. And, and this is this is this is an NFL. They do this in the NFL all the time with tons of different players. I can fix that guy. I can get him back to that level. Yeah. With Carson Wentz, you just can't do it because no matter how hard you coach him, no matter what you coach him, still just built inside Carson Wentz, his turnovers, they're like innate within his skill set. I mean, you can't have Carson Wentz without the boneheaded turnovers, and Titans fans saw it. The Titans the Titans game where, you know, Carson Wentz threw that pick six to Elijah Molden mm-hmm. on the, you know, the doorstep of, of the end zone. That was a microcosm for Carson Wentz's season in Indianapolis, right? Because he went down, he was he was able to get a lead, and then he blew it. He can win you games, but there are a lot he of can Carson Wentz loses a lot of games, and that and like yeah. you, you go like all the Colts had to do was win in Jacksonville to make the playoffs, and they lost to the Jags. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Jags. Uh, and they, they haven't won in Jacksonville in like five plus years, which is just insane yeah. for me to think about. But like Carson Wentz was just giving the ball away. And he, like, in, like I saw G Man, I think it was, uh, that said that Carson Wentz how last season had half the picks that Tannehill had. But Carson Wentz got away with a lot of interceptions that was not executed by the defense. Like I, every time I felt like I watched the Colts play, I would see Carson Wentz do something dumb and the ball fall to the turf. And I'm like, my God, he got away with one again. And he, he threw several picks against the Titans in those two games they played this past year. And Carson Wentz seems like he is a disaster of a person as a leading uh, quarterback of a franchise. If you can't accept coaching uh, it, with the Colts, and then you look at the story in Philadelphia when he basically that the Eagles had to run Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz out of town simultaneously because of how much friction there was there. Carson Wentz could not handle the fact that Nick Foles had more success and won the Super Bowl when he was hurt with the team that he was playing with. 
So Carson Wentz is a disaster. And I'll say this. Carson Wentz being a disaster for the Indianapolis Colts has extended the Titans championship window. Because Jack, you weren't on the show yesterday when Zach and I were talking about this. But with all this movement of quarterbacks in the AFC, and the Colts will find a quarterback, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. But with Russell Wilson coming to Denver, with Justin Herbert getting better, with some of these other young quarterbacks and Joe Burrow and what the AFC North is going to be with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and what you see with Josh Allen and what maybe even Mac Jones. Herbert. Mm -hmm. Herbert, yes. All of these young quarterbacks stacked. The Titans are sitting in the AFC South with three disasters in their division. And Carson Wentz made the Colts just a consistent headache. And that's great. All the Titans got to do, win the AFC South. Win the division, and you're in the tournament to go survive and advance. And hopefully you can take advantage of the disaster with the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and now Carson Wentz and his Colts that he left in a bad situation. Because Andrew Luck did screw the Colts over a few years ago by retiring in August. Since then, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers for one year, and Carson Wentz. And I don't want to hear Lou Man and anybody else making excuses for Carson Wentz saying he had ankle problems. Ankle problems don't he had help. turnover problems. Yes. yes. He had turnover problems. And that's not going to change in Washington where they have a worse offensive line, a worse run game, worse receivers. Uh, not as good of a defense either. I, it's funny to me, the sports books yesterday after the Wentz trade went down, they all kind of got ahead of this. And they, they decided, you know, hey, we see an opportunity for some free press here. How are we going to do it? Well, let's just post that our Super Bowl odds for the Washington Commanders have gotten worse since Carson Wentz arrived. <laughs> like, Carson Wentz is in no, in no way a downgrade from Taylor Heineke. I, I want to make that clear. But the, the Commanders went from... 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Now they're at 75 to 1 because nobody, not even the guys down in Vegas, believe for a second that Carson Wentz is capable of winning a big game. And that's what we saw again in Indianapolis. They needed to win against Jacksonville to get in. They lost. Carson Wentz couldn't do anything on offense that day. It's just, I don't think that Carson Wentz can get fixed. And I think, I do believe that Washington is going to be his last, last real opportunity. Um, sure. To to be you know a, a long term starter in this league, I, he's probably a little over halfway done in his career, um, just because of the injury history he's had. And you know, it, when you get reports from Indianapolis, which is typically I know not in the last five years, a pretty sound organization, right? It, it's 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 respected around the league, and you're you're having reports come out that you lacked leadership, you didn't respond well to coaching. NFL teams and coaches are going to blackball this guy because they don't want to deal with the problem. It, he's a, he's a, a greater risk than he would be a reward playing quarterback for 32 teams in the NFL. And, I mean, there are some teams like the Commanders who are so desperate that they've tried to put in a phone call to Kansas City for Mahomes. They offered <laughs> Seattle three first-round picks for Russell Wilson. They are as desperate as it gets, and that's exactly the type of team that, you know, the Colts were, are lucky to have 
Yeah, to get rid of load Carson Wentz on to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I always say you don't get what you don't ask for. So mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well go ask for Patrick Mahomes just to see what happens there. The worst thing they can, the worst thing the girl can tell you when you ask her out is no. Yeah, yeah. And so and, you might as well go ask. And it, with the NFL scouting combine in the Colts' backyard, they had as good of look, good of a look as anybody in this upcoming quarterback draft class. I think that that the, the, first round pick, Jack. Well, I well I know I know, but I'm just saying that I think that says a lot. I think it says a lot about this in a, this upcoming draft class, the quarterback position, that the Colts were like, you know what, we're going to move on from Wentz, and the Commanders were like, you know what, we'll take Wentz. This may be the best option we have. We oh, want Wentz, and you know, it, it's uh, it's not going to work out in Washington. It, it won't work out anywhere for Carson Wentz. I believe that. You know, the days of respecting Carson Wentz as a starter in this league um, are, are pretty much over. Well, my I, 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 that ended for me a long time ago. I, I was very consistent, and I did not think Carson Wentz would do anything doo-doo in Indianapolis. And he kept he lost to the Jags to keep them out of the playoffs. All you have to do is beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were playing for the top pick. And you lost to them? Like, are you insane? Like, like how do you lose that game? to go to the playoffs. So it's just ridiculous. And Carson Wentz blew it up. Like, it's his damn fault. So let's let's do this. And I thought it was hilarious because the Colts have a good roster. They also have the most cap space in the league now. And so the Colts are still dangerous. And I think they're even more dangerous without Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz helped the Titans extend their championship window by being with the Colts and having them have to hit the reset button for a fourth consecutive year at the quarterback position. So here is the question we want to get you guys more involved. What one word is will you use to describe Carson Wentz's one season as Colts quarterback? What's one word to describe Carson Wentz's one season as Colts quarterback? We'll get to your answers here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, Hopefully you don't uh, sprain both of your ankles at the same time like Carson Wentz. But if you do, uh, then the bone and joint can help you out and get back to recovery because they have joint specialists that specialize in any type of injury you could possibly think of or have. Boneandjointtn.org is where to check them out. Yeah, and also, if you want to bet um, the under for the Washington Commanders win total next season, you can do that on BetMGM. Use promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Um, new. This is a this is an offer for new users. So download that BetMGM app after the show. Take advantage of that promo code A to Z Sports. Get a risk free bet up to one thousand dollars. We're in conference uh, tournament time. It's going to be a fun March uh, on the college hoops side. We've got college baseball up. They've got that there as well. So download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z Sports for that risk free bet up to one thousand dollars. All right, live here on this Thursday, Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham. The question is, what's one word to describe Carson Wentz's one season as Colts uh, quarterback? And then we'll talk about, we have five options uh, for the Colts at quarterback that we'll talk about later on. Uh, And look, G-Man, like, G-Man, do you love Carson Wentz? Like, what is your infatuation with defending Carson Wentz? Don't be a slave to the stats. No, I'm just, I'm fascinated and curious in why G-Man is defending Carson Wentz this morning in the chat. Maybe it's because you, you feel bad for the guy. You shouldn't feel bad for the guy because he, he made his own bet. Steven says wasted. Chandler says dog poop, but he used the other word. Uh, Kyle says hilarious. Scott <laughs> says wasted. Demetrius says fail. 
Donald going hyphen with a self-destructive. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Sean going emoji with the trash can. Uh, Andrew says something. Devin says chaotic. Uh, uh, Steven says winced. Trash from Max. Expected from Marquis with the laughing emoji. Damaged from Johnny Lee. Damaged is a good word, Johnny. I like that. Uh, Meh from David. Sketchy from Jeff. Uh, Comedy from Justin. Predictable from Nick. Underwhelming for uh, Dylan. Um, meltdown in clown town from Nate. <laughs> <laughs> More than one word, but we'll accept that. I, no, I like the headline there. That's like old. That this is meltdown in clown town is like old school newspaper headline when you didn't have to click on something that you just save that and you put it in a frame. Meltdown in clown town. Uh, Caesar Caesar says waste because it was a waste of their time and first round pick parody from Hot Doobie. Terrible from Jarrell. Bust from Troy. Danny says meh. Paul says Tannehill Jr. Okay. Uh, Louis says limping, which is literally limping, uh, is what Carson Wentz was. Expected arson from Mark. Uh, Beth says unremarkable. A lot of really good laughable from Karen. What's up, Karen? Watching live today. I usually see Karen chat uh, after the show is over, so I always like when Karen watches us live. Typical from Mikey. Comical from Titans Kyle. Jack, what is your one word? Because there's a lot of really good vocab words today. I'm going defining Carson okay. Wentz. Th- this was a defining year in Indianapolis for him because he comes from Philadelphia. This is a stable situation in, in, in Indianapolis, right? When Carson Wentz arrived in Indianapolis, the Colts were actually favored to win the division this season. Now it was a slight favorite over the Titans, yeah. but people forget the Colts were the favorites heading into the season to win the, the AFC South. So you, you walk into a, a, an organization that you're the fourth quarterback in four years. Carson Wentz was the fourth quarterback in four years. Darius Leonard tweeted this out yesterday. The Colts have had five quarterbacks in the five years that Darius Leonard has been a Colt. That's disappointing for a, you know, a cornerstone on that Colts defense and Darius Leonard, a pro bowler, an all pro caliber linebacker. Yeah. It was defining because what more could Carson Wentz have asked for? The Colts had the second best rush or ground game in the NFL. They were averaged 149 yards rushing per game and the leading rusher they had jonathan taylor which they should should be happy about for the for the coming years they had quentin nelson in one of the, the nfl's probably top 10 offensive lines some people might might say top five michael Pittman's enough on the outside that, that's the one area where they didn't really have you know above average talent is at the receiver position um but still he had a he had a defense that was holding teams to you know less than 20 points or less than 24 points a game so he had everything he needed to win the division in Indianapolis, but he couldn't beat the Jaguars. He sure couldn't beat the Titans. The Colts haven't been able to beat the Titans for the last five years since Carson or since Andrew Luck retired. So for me, it's defining. You have a chance to you know be reunited with a guy who you know coached you along in your best season as a pro. It goes terribly, and I know the the touchdown to interception ratio twenty seven to seven. We've got people in the chat that, that are. That are boxed for Warriors. G Man is just defending Wentz till he dies. G Man, don't die on that hill, man. You're better than that. But 27 to 7 is what people are going to point to. Well, he didn't turn it over that much. He didn't throw that many picks. He had eight fumbles as well. And, and the times of these turnovers, the times he turned it over, you know, each each of these 15 times, all felt like they were in close games in the fourth quarter, in the second half, when the Colts needed a play or a drive Back-breaking. to yep. win a game. So Carson, this season was defining for Carson Wentz. The you know Carson Wentz is what we all thought he was. 
Yeah, uh, my word is disaster. It's it's disaster, right? Because the the Colts in this trade put a line in there that if Carson Wentz plays over 75% of the snaps, it turns in from a second-round pick to a first-round pick back to the Eagles. And you're thinking, if Carson Wentz stays healthy enough to play 75% of the snaps or more, the Colts probably have a chance to make the playoffs. So if they make the playoffs, then giving up a first-round pick for a quarterback to help you make the playoffs is easier to swallow. However, Carson Wentz ruined that by playing and starting all the games and kept his team from making the playoffs. Like the Colts had like a 95% chance to make the playoffs going in the last week of the se- last two weeks of the season. And they just completely blew it. And so my one word for Wentz is what you see on the screen. It's disaster. It was an absolute disaster. The Colts gave up a first round pick for a sucky quarterback for a guy who is a walking disaster on the field and off the field. Like, not on the field is not the entire story to this. Jack, I'll, I'll have you read the report again. What were the nuggets that came out about the report for what went wrong with Carson Wentz off the field? Lack of leadership and doesn't respond, didn't respond to tough coaching. These things the aren't new. These things aren't new. It was documented, well documented, in Philadelphia for multiple years. He's a bitch to deal with. He's a pain in the ass. He's spoiled. He's kind of a brat. And he's now shown that in two places. And look, Chris Ballard, I believe, is a good general manager. This is a big-ass black eye on Chris Ballard's uh, resume. Now, can he fix it? He got away from it after one year, which, you know, if you're wrong, and they teach you this in journalism school, it's basically the one thing I still use from journalism school. <laughs> if you're wrong, get right as fast as you bleeping can. And John and Robinson's good at that as well. John Robinson's good. Yeah, move. If you're wrong, get right fast now as quick as you can. And the Colts are trying to do that. Now, what are they going to do with it? I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know what this situation is going to be. I mean, I think they can improve. I. I thought Carson Wentz from Phillip Rivers was a downgrade. You can go back and check our archive shows from this time a year ago. That I thought Phillip Rivers was uh, over the hill last year and kind of fell off that cliff because of his age. And I thought Carson Wentz was a downgrade from Phillip Rivers. So, you know, what are they going to do now? Can they upgrade? Who is out there that can be an upgrade, that can be available? What the the Colts are going to have to cost themselves to go trade for somebody or sign a free agent who is not that good either. Yeah, it's a gamble. And really at the, at the quarterback position, it's tough to get right in one offseason. I mean, you're especially at the pool of, of quarterbacks that are available, willing to be traded, um, free agents, the free agents, the free agent pool of QBs stinks to high hell. Um, so, you know, Chris Ballard, by the way, in 2016, he took over with the Colts. I, I wonder if people are still giving him too much credit just for the Andrew Luck days, the the back end of the Andrew Luck days, because he really hasn't been able to do a whole lot. He's had it. He's had a good enough. You know, you think, know, he's had all of the resources he needs to go out there and get the Colts in, in the playoffs. They haven't been able to do it. Here's what I think is happening with Chris Ballard uh, analysis. I think national people are giving Chris Ballard grace for how Andrew Luck left. 
right? Like, yeah, like well, he Andrew, could leave them high and dry. And high and dry. Chris Ballard can't, you know, plan around that. Yeah, it's, and that was a and and the previous regime handled that so poorly. And I guess Chris Ballard might have been a part of the injury thing with. Actually, he was a part of that. So, you know, he deserves his issues with that. But anyway, so A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Let's go ahead and get to this topic, Jack. We have five options to be the Colts' next quarterback, including a former Titan quarterback. But first, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Jack's a part of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family as long as well as uh, <clears throat> Zach is too. You can get better coverage, better rates, and better service by checking them out at fbhp.com slash atoz. Or, like Jack did, you walk into one of the 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee, and you start to process that way. So it's really easy, and it's up to you. If you like doing things face-to-face, uh, I like doing things face-to-face, you can go in the locations. If you want to, for your convenience, to jump on a Zoom call or a phone call to get your plan started, they can help you out. And you know, Zach's always said, uh, over the last month or so, since he's got his health coverage in place, he's saving over 20% per month on his health coverage and has a lot better coverage than he had previously. Uh, so pretty impressive there with what Farm Bureau Health Plans can do for you. So fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. March is finally here. And that means Selection Sunday is just a few days away. We've got the NCAA tournament on the horizon. Download the BetMGM Sportsback, there's Sportsbook app. There's no better time to get in uh, the game than right now. Use promo code A to Z Sports. You'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000, and you can make some money during March. So make sure you download the BetMGM app as soon as the show ends. Use that promo code A to Z Sports to get your risk-free bet up to $1,000. Yep, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. And for problem gaming support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Five options to be the Colts quarterback this upcoming season, uh, including one Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Let's start there. Okay. Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Thoughts on Marcus Mariota? Well, I don't know why any team – and look, I loved Mariota, and I, I think a lot of Titans fans give him a little too much flack for the way it ended after you know he lost confidence, was banged up, constantly getting destroyed – but Mariota is not a starter in this league anymore. He's a, he's a he's a solid backup that you know when healthy can go out and win you a game if you need him. If somebody gets COVID, somebody you know twists their ankle, whatever it is. But I don't think Mar- Marcus Mariota is a starter in this league, especially not you know a, a guy who can come in and start for a team that's supposed to contend. Mariota's kind of you know on, on that he's probably somewhere between quarterback number thirty and quarterback number thirty five. Um, in the NFL. So, you know, he, he could probably start for teams, but I don't think that – I believe most teams would rather go young than go with a banged-up Mariota who, you know, who knows what's left in the tank for him. Yeah, it would be great theater if the Colts signed Marcus Mariota to compete. And, I, you know, for business purposes, Jack, I think it would be great for us, <laughs> you know, is to have Mariota back in the division – all the Mariota stands that are still hanging on to the flying Hawaiian uh, can just be conflicted with their emotions and their love and their heart torn between the Titans and Marcus Mariota with the Colts. But yeah, and G Man says Mariota is only twenty eight years old. Yeah, he's, but he's banged. But that guy, yeah, his body is a lot more banged. His body's about thirty eight. Mm-hmm. He can't even stay healthy in Vegas on a limited role. 
Yeah, you know, like, he's, he's had a tough go at it, man, and it stinks. But, uh, yeah, when you're talking about who's going to be the Colts quarterback next year, let's go ahead and get the Mariota talk out of the way. So we're done with Marcus Mariota. So, But that is he, he is one of the five guys <clears throat> we had on our list. The other four, in no particular order, Mitch Trubisky, who has spent some time with the Bills as a backup to Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, who is coming off an ACL tear early in the season last year for the Saints, but looked pretty good uh, before the ACL tear uh, last season. Kirk Cousins, who has been the NFC version of Ryan Tannehill with the Vikings in the last couple of years. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, who is absolutely open to a trade from San Francisco. Uh, Jack, out of those four, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, Mitch Trubisky, I'll ask you, which do you think is the most dangerous? So, which the tight, which quarterback would the Titans fans most fear in Indianapolis? Yes, to me, which is the most dangerous? To me, I believe it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and not for the reasons you may think, because Kirk Cousins, I think, is a better passer than Jimmy Garoppolo. But like Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins has some of those traits that make it. You know, he can win games, but he can also, you know. He'll, he'll lead you on a fourth quarter comeback the week uh, week 15, and then he'll throw three picks in week 16. It's, there's consistency issues with Kirk Cousins, uh, w- which has really kind of followed him wherever he's been in his entire career from Washington to now uh, Minnesota. And if he moves, I'm sure they'll still follow. But with the Colts, what you have, like I mentioned earlier, is an elite running game. You've got Jonathan Taylor, and you'll have him for the next handful of years at minimum. You have an offensive line, which you can rely on, and you can really, you know, Quentin Nelson and those guys up front can really pave the way in the ground game, which they did last year. So Jimmy Garoppolo was really a dropped interception away from making his second Super Bowl, which is crazy because you don't think of Jimmy Garoppolo as, as a Super Bowl quarterback. But what he is is he's an elite game manager. Jimmy Garoppolo, an elite game manager. Yes, which, you, is, which, which turns out to be like the fifteenth best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Because of, he, because of he is not an guys. elite game manager. You cannot put game in. You cannot be an elite game manager. It's yeah. It's kind of a contradictory statement yeah. by having game manager and elite in the same phrase. Oxymoron. But he's one of the better NFL, better one, one of the better game managers in the NFL. He doesn't make a whole bunch of mistakes. We no, saw that no, because the best game managers in the NFL aren't labeled game managers. They're labeled great. Well, those are the best quarterbacks. I'm going. Yes, to- that's what I'm saying. But those Jimmy Garoppolo is not one of the best quarterbacks. In no, the NFL. he's a. He if you game. want to call him, you, you cannot. You cannot create the term elite game manager. That's hilarious. okay. That's fine. I, it's an. Oxymoron. I find it hilarious. I think it's really. Uh, it's, I think it's an oxymoron. <laughs> we'll move past it. But <laughs> he is Jimmy an elite Garoppolo- game manager. Jimmy Garoppolo is, is is probably a little lower than Tannehill on the on the QB totem pole in the NFL, right? Maybe not a whole lot low, a whole a whole lot lower, or yeah, lower. But he's got he, he's able to he's somehow able to win games. And it, like San Francisco, they had a good defense, they had a reliable offensive line. San Francisco had a few more weapons than the Colts do, but they also you know were able to get it done on the ground, not as not at the Colts level and Jonathan Taylor's level. But Jimmy Garoppolo makes the most sense. Derek Carr would be a nice thought, but I think Josh McDaniels is married to Derek Carr right yeah, now. I, um, and Trubisky, if you're if you're the Raiders, you can't like who you've got Russell Wilson, Mahomes, and Herbert. You have to hang on to Derek Carr because there's not anything that's going to be better than Derek Carr uh, mm-hmm. if immediately, right? Yeah, but and then you go down the list, Mitch Trubisky. 
I think Mitch Trubisky, if you he is the number one can come in and compete guy in this free in this free agency class because you almost want to give him a mulligan for being the quarterback under Matt Nagy. And I get it. There were some there were some bad throws, bad games from Trubisky in Chicago. But I think that that's a guy that can come in and like Tannehill did. You know, he had this narrative written about him in Miami when um, wh- why am I blanking on this coach's name? Um, terrible coach for Miami, went to the Jets. Adam Gase yeah. w- was coaching him in Miami. I, th- I think that Trubisky can turn it around if given a decent opportunity, but I don't know that the Colts want that because they know they have a roster capable of making the playoffs and making a run in the playoffs. So, so Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is the guy for me. So the question was, who is the most dangerous? And I use the word dangerous for a reason. I think the most dangerous quarterback for the Colts to sign would be Jameis Winston. Hmm. Just because he's such a roller coaster. And I think Jameis Winston could come in and just, he can win any game. But he could absolutely lose any game too. And he's kind of similar to Carson Wentz, except more explosive in both directions. Like Jameis could throw for five touchdowns and put up 41 points. Or throw three picks for 350 yards and lose by a lot. Like So when I, I use the word dangerous because I think Jameis Winston is a, is a scary wild card that you probably would prefer not to deal with. The best quarterback in this crop that we're talking about for the Colts would be Kirk Cousins. He is the most stable. He is the most, I would say, mature in his career and I think that's where I would I would say Titans fans would be most concerned overall that Kirk Cousins would give the Colts the higher the highest ceiling out of these guys. I think Jimmy Garoppolo would almost be an overcorrection from Carson Wentz from risk it guy to safe guy in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but the, the the way the Colts' offense is structured, you just you just need a guy who's not going to throw all these turnovers and fumble the ball down near your own end zone late in Which the game. Which I, I think, and I think the Colts, the Vikings, and the Titans are all set up fairly similarly, right? It's you got a run first offense with a solid offensive line. The Titans and Vikings have way better weapons on the outside than the Colts do, but the Colts still have some nice pieces. And for Kirk Cousins, I think it would be a somewhat of a simpler transition. Uh, to the Colts if that were the case. Now, how would the Colts go get Kirk Cousins? That's that's what I don't know is how they would be able to pull that off because Kirk does have one of the top five uh, cap hits in the NFL this season, and the Vikings probably don't want that. And so, you know, the Colts have space. So that's how there could be a – if the Vikings would like to get Kirk Cousins off their books, the Colts are somebody who can afford to absorb it and who also have the need. Yeah, if you're the Colts and you do trade for Kirk Cousins, then you're going to have to make sure all of your games are scheduled for noon on Sundays because any other time in the day, any other day in the week, when the lights are on at night, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins really struggles in prime time. We know that. Jameis Winston, the, the other guy you brought up, he he had some of the same problems that Carson Wentz had, right, and in, in Philadelphia when Wentz was playing in Tampa. I think Sean Payton kind of coached some of that out of him. But by coaching some of that out of him, and Charles Davis said this, I believe, in an interview with uh, NFL Network. You know, you're left with kind of 
a Jameis Winston residue. It's not the full package. It's just a, you know, a little sprinkle of what Winston can be and used to be. And we saw that in New Orleans when he started. I'll, get, I'll, I'll say he started six games because in the seventh is when he tore his ACL. Uh, in those six games, Winston threw for less than 150 yards in three of those. So in half of those starts, he threw for less than 150 yards. He never threw for 300 yards. By coaching some of the turnovers out of him, you're kind of limiting what Winston can do for you. He's also one of those guys. And what's interesting about all of these quarterbacks is they all have the same characteristic. Yes, they can win you games, but by God, they can lose the hell out of a few too. And Jameis Winston is is just as well, that's, good of an that's, example. Uh, Jack, that's what happens when you're dealing with the uh, the elite game managers. They can they can either win you the game or lose you the game. You the know? Colts the Colts have made a mistake in the last few years by you know these one year rental guys. And I know Carson Wentz wasn't supposed to be a one year rental guy, but you got to find an answer whether it's through the draft, whether it's a young guy that, that you know teams aren't you're putting a lot of trust in. I, I've seen Jordan Love mentioned. I don't think Jordan Love's the answer there, but you got to find a guy through the draft and rebuild from there. Find a guy you can deal with long-term. In the last two years, the Colts have drafted two quarterbacks, Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger. Right now, you look at the Colts' depth chart at quarterback, Sam Ellinger's your number one quarterback. That's a dangerous position to be in, and obviously that's not how they're going to begin the season. But they've got to get it right in the draft. And the quarterback's a really tricky position, and this year may not be the year to do it. All right, so uh, let's just ask you guys this. We've talked about – uh, who will be the most dangerous, who would be the best. Let's go prediction mode here. Who will be the Colts quarterback next season? Who do you guys think will be the Colts quarterback next season? And I'll tell you about uh, Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Just go check them out in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your car buying process. It is a tough time still uh, to buy a new car. So go to people you trust, and I guarantee that you can trust Wilson County Hyundai because of Payne Bone and his team there in Lebanon. They do a great job. If you're looking for the Sonata because you want gas efficiency, fuel efficiency, Hyundais have a lot of fuel efficient vehicles and it doesn't just have to be a sedan. Uh, their, uh, their SUVs have really solid gas and fuel efficiency. So go check them out at, at, in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Bet MGM, it's the king of sports books. Guys, if you have one sports ga- sports betting app on your phone, it has to be the Bet MGM app. You download that today. You use promo code A to Z Sports. You get some skin in the game during conference tournament weekend, uh, and you'll start making money in March. It's going to be fun for everyone. So make sure you, you're making some money along the way as well. When, when I know your brackets are going to be great. Let's turn that turn those brackets into some cash. Bet MGM, use promo code A to Z Sports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Risk-free bet up to $1,000. It's an offer too good to refuse. So make sure you download that BetMGM app and plug in that promo code A to Z sports to cash in on that risk-free bet up to $1,000 today. All right. So who will be the Colts quarterback next year? So I'm just going to go. Nathaniel says, Jimmy G book it. Steven says, Jimmy G Jacob going with Trubisky scoop uh, saying Jimmy G. And I'm sure that they'll, they'll take that DJ saying Jimmy G. Uh, Jarrell saying Teddy Bridgewater, Dre with Jameis. Uh, Billy says Trubisky. Nathaniel again says uh, Garoppolo. Scott says Garoppolo, depending on what the 49ers want for him. Because that's the hard thing is like, what's what could Jimmy G cost? What what's you know what does San Fran want? They're not getting a first round pick for Garoppolo. No, and the Colts don't have it. Now, I believe the Colts now with the Carson Wentz trade to Washington have three third-rounders. 
and a second. So they've got a little bit of ammunition to send away to San Fran for Garoppolo or for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota for whatever the trade looks like. So the Colts do have some ammo there, but Jimmy G has been uh, the most popular answer of predictions. Lou Man says he's going to say Gardner Minshew and that Mitch Trubisky is going to the Giants. There's a couple Mariota votes in there. So, Jack, what's your prediction on this? Well, you know, I said that Jimmy G is who I would take. And I do believe that the Colts are going to do that. You you said that it was is an overcorrection. And I think that's a good point because you have a guy like Carson Wentz come in and absolutely kill you in late games. Makes brutal turnovers against division rivals. Can't win against Jacksonville in week 18. So what do you want to do? You want the safe option. You want the guy that's not going to be throwing picks. Not going to be throwing with his left hand falling away as he gets sacked. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't do any of that. Jimmy Garoppolo, though, unlike Carson Wentz, does not really have the ability to win games. Down, say, say down four with a minute and a half left starting at your own 20. I don't know that I want Jimmy Garoppolo as my quarterback. I don't know that I trust him. And the Titans kind of got a dose of that as well. Kyle Shanahan made Jimmy Garoppolo great. Kyle Shanahan was able to script drives like they did against the Titans and just completely steamrolled them on that opening drive. But in that same game, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo miss a throw to use check down the sideline that could have been a touchdown. So, you know, he doesn't have the best arm amongst these guys. I think Kirk Cousins probably has the best arm of those quarterbacks that will be available. But with Jonathan Taylor, maybe you don't need it. And to compete in the, in the AFC South, you don't need a guy that's going to go out there and throw for 40 touchdowns a year. You need a guy who's not going to make mistakes. It's going to be the Titans and the Colts. Both have similar rosters like we just, like we discussed. Titans have a bit more to work with at the receiver position right now, but that could change in an offseason. So I think Jimmy Garoppolo and Jonathan Taylor is a way to compete with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Now, obviously, Titans fans are hoping that Tannehill doesn't turn the ball over as much as he did last year, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo gives them a good chance at winning the AFC South, probably the best chance, in my opinion, of any of these guys. If the Colts win the AFC South, the Titans lost it. Fair. You can make that. You can make if an the, argument. Like that. If the Colts win the AFC South, something drastic happened with the Titans. How drastic, though? Because you, the the Colts still should have probably made the playoffs last year. Well, it's not like they were that far off. And I think Carson I mean, Wentz was a big issue with that. How many drastic things happened with the Titans last season, and they still won twelve games? Yeah, you make a good you make a good argument there. You're right. I mean, so so maybe so maybe you you are right. But I think the Colts with Jimmy Garoppolo. It at least gives them a chance to build wins in the division, beat the Jags, who you haven't been able to beat in a million years, and make the playoffs as that extra wild card team potentially. The, the, There's still some ground to be made up with, with a new quarterback. The only way the Colts, and I'm saying this on March 10th, I understand this. <laughs> the only way the Colts win the division is if Logan Woodside starts like six games or more for the Titans. Mm, I would hate to see Logan Woodside start any games for any team. Or if the Bucks trade Tom Brady to Indianapolis. <laughs> is that, <laughs> that's is that so possible? The only two ways the Colts are winning the AFC South this year, go ahead and get your future bets in. I don't know what Tennessee is in the, uh, in the uh, future to win the AFC South, but 
trading for Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill missing a significant chunk of the season. That's the only way the Colts will win the AFC South. Yeah, it, the Colts will win the AFC South if, if Todd Downing and Ryan Tannehill allow them to. Uh, I, you, I don't the, even think you're gonna you're gonna need a kind of a similar season to last year with Tannehill and the interceptions in the first half of the season. By the way, Tannehill has escaped these last few years and especially last season um, without injury. I mean, that was that was an issue in Miami towards ACL, devastating knee injury. Comes to Tennessee, he stayed very healthy. Juan and DB very fortunate. Both say the Titans are minus one ten. Yeah, to take- win the, that tells you it, it's freaking it's not even St. Patty's Day. It's the SEC tournament really just started. So when the Titans are minus money to win the division, that tells you what you need to know. So what you're essentially what the, the sports books are essentially saying is, you know, until proven otherwise, I think the Colts can bring in the right guy. And I don't think Jameis would because you look at those odds. What would Jameis Winston do to those odds? I think the Colts would fall. What would Jimmy G do to those odds? I think they'd stay close to the same. Same with Kirk Cousins. But uh, any of these uh, other guys we mentioned, Mariota, Jameis, Teddy Bridgewater, who we haven't talked about, Trubisky, I think those odds drop with all of those guys. So t- Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins are the only two that I think it would stay the same. And I don't think that you can add a quarterback without a blockbuster trade that nobody's been talking about. No rumors have been, you know, have sur- surfaced for any of these big-name QBs looking to find a new home. I don't think any of these guys would give the Colts a better shot to win the division or would be, would make the Colts favored to win the AFC South. What do you think about that? No, uh, there's, I mean, again, Tom Brady, if the, if somehow the Colts decide to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to trade Tom Brady, then that's literally the only way I think the Colts would be favored to win the division. Uh, I just don't see that happening. I'm trying to pull up on the BetMGM app right now to look at these futures, um, NFL futures, AFC South, uh, plus 100. Um, and the Colts are plus 140 Okay, as of right now. So Titans plus 100, even money. Colts plus 140. Jags plus 550. And then Texans plus two, uh, 2,500. To be able to get plus money, and I know it's not true plus money, it's an even bet on a team that was the number one seed in the AFC that's returning just about everybody. I mean, they're going to cut ties probably with Janoris Jenkins and Saffold, maybe a cap casualty. But to return for the most part, the core of your roster, after winning the number one seed, without Derrick Henry, like you mentioned, the Titans had major injury setbacks last season. That's a huge mistake on the sportsbook part. And, hey, download the BetMGM app. Use that promo code A to Z Sports for a risk-free bet. Maybe put it on the Titans to win the South. That's what I would do. Yeah. uh, Amy, it says Tom Brady's not going to the Colts. Yeah, that's that's the point of we me know. bringing that up. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic with that. So I that that's just the overall point. That it's not going to happen. Just the, the, while we're at it, uh, Ravens are the favorite to win the AFC North at plus one seventy five. Interesting. AFC East, the Bills are minus one eighty five. AFC West, Chiefs are minus one fifteen. Mm. So that's there's the, the AFC West is closing point. the gap on the Chiefs. That's going to be a tough division to win. And after playing the regular season, playing each of those teams twice, and the Titans get the West, by the way, this year, which is no good after what's been going on this offseason over there. But for those teams to be beating up on each other, I think, you know, we talked about this on the podcast. The Bills and the Titans should be the most happy about Russell Wilson going to Denver. And I know that you may see him in the playoffs, but they're going to, you know, give the Chiefs a couple extra losses. You know, those teams will beat up on each other. And the Titans may wind up with another bye if everything goes perfectly and all the stars in the galaxy align. 
Here's in- interesting. Something I just noticed because the Ravens being favored to win the North confused me, but then somebody else brought that up. They're playing a, a worse schedule because of how they ended. The Ravens missed the playoffs, which means they're going to play an easier schedule than the Bengals and uh, the Steelers too, right? Did, did, did they finish fourth? Uh, let's see. I, I do believe so because if you remember, the Steelers had a shot to make the playoffs. The Steelers made the playoffs. Oh, they they did make the They got dominated by the Chiefs. Um, Browns, I did, I think the Browns finished ahead of them because I think they won a game without Baker Mayfield at quarterback. So, so yeah, they, that's crazy. So the play. Ravens have a very favorable schedule, but, uh, that makes sense and maybe why they're the favorite, but then you see the odds for the AFC championship winner. The bills and chiefs are plus are both plus 400. The Broncos are now plus 650. Then the Bengals are ahead of the Ravens to win the AFC, but not the North. The Bengals are plus 900. The Ravens are plus 1,100. And the Titans are sixth in the AFC at plus 1,200. Yeah, th- these are just – these are fun to talk about now because I don't think this is the time to put any bets down on futures besides maybe the Titans to win the South. No, here's the – no, uh, Jack, this is the, this is, this is the point. Wednesday. Here's the plan. If you use BetMGM – and you bet, I think, a minimum of $50 uh, that week, you get a free $10 bet every Monday. So every week that you bet 50 bucks, you get a free $10 bet the, the Monday afterwards. And so how I, I won 265 bucks off the Rams winning because I had three futures bets. I had three $10 free bets that I put down on the Rams throughout the year to win the championship, and I got that. And so now I'm stacking up. I've already placed a little bit. The system. I'll yeah. I'll tell you my futures bets right now that are all ten dollar free bets. It's uh well I I'm on the uh, uh I'm on Brooklyn Philly over two thirty three tonight by the way, um but I've got the Suns to win the NBA, the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, the Titans to win the Super Bowl, the Warriors to win the NBA. And uh, the 76ers win the NBA. So all these $10 free bets, and you know, hopefully make some money. That's out the way of to do it. $10 is $10. You can turn that $10 into, into $250 like you were talking about. Yeah. Well, it was $30. So I had three $10 free bets at BetMGM. So $30 to win $265. It's the way to go. That's the way to go. Futures bets are fun. But man, they are tough. And if they're but if they're free to, if they're ten dollars free bets, and Demetri says no Grizzlies loves love. I'm just starting to spread out my my NBA futures. So I started He's diversifying with, his betting portfolio. Yeah, you gotta spread it out. So I'm I'm on Suns, Warriors, uh, Sixers, and so the next one's probably the Grizzlies, and then you start to kind of double dip on the favorites. Yeah, man, I love the Grizzlies this year. Mm. They're fun. They're fun, mm. man. All right, are you ready for the magic bucket? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, let's do it. But first, let me tell you guys about our friends at Renters Warehouse. Renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. Simply head to Renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways that they can help you out with extra cash flow for you and your family. Again, Renterswarehouse.com. They do all the work for you. You do nothing. You don't make money in real estate when you sell property. You make money in real estate when you buy property. So don't have to sell your house when you move. You can't hang on to it, rent it out, create that extra cash flow. Long-term equity equals retirement plan ready at richardswarehouse.com. 
We were just talking about it, guys. Download the BetMGM app. Use that promo code A to Z Sports. You'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Maybe you want to spend it on a Titans division title. Maybe you want to spend it on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl like Austin has. Um, as well as the Titans, we, 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 we understand. You, give, you gave the Titans some love. Promo code A to Z Sports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Download the BetMGM app today. All right, it is time for the Magic Bucket here on this Thursday. I've got to grab it from its layer and uh, pull it up here because I forgot to do that before the show. But here is the Magic Bucket here live on this Thursday. Got some equipment that I'm storing in the bucket, by the way. I don't know why. But anyway, all right, Jack, uh, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this will be for me first. Rip the Band-Aid off. I hope it's give me a present or something. I have not done this. It is not giving you a present. Mm. Have I done that before? Have I gifted you a present? No, I think you gave Luke one, though, you told me. Luke a present. Uh, Zach, his stress straws, which I think he probably lost. I have to take off my shoe and teach us all how to tie a shoe like we're all four years old. Okay. Now, here's the problem with the current shoes that I'm wearing. You're wearing shoes right now? I'm not wearing shoes right now. I, I always wear shoes. Really? Yeah, unless I'm sleeping. But I, yeah, you, I always you sleep wear. in socks too? Hell no. Okay. I'm not, good, okay. I'm not crazy. That was a close one. That was a close no, one. No, people that oh God, sleeping in socks <laughs> sounds like torture. Um, But no, but the shoes that I'm currently wearing, I can't untie because I have them knotted in a certain way that I don't want to untie it because this is how the company tied them when they shipped them to me. So, so what are you going to do? You got to tie something. I how haven't done this. Chris makes a great point with how many shows I've done the magic bucket on. I mean, when do I get to put a sticker on there? If you want, dude, if you want to get stickers, go for it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Say less. All right. I'm going to have to go grab another pair of shoes. Um, I'll I'll pull for you first while I go grab another pair of shoes because I don't want to mess these shoes up. Look to see if I have shoes around here. I don't think I'm. You wear glasses? No, no, but I recently bought them. If you remember correctly, I had a scratched cornea and couldn't wear contacts, so I had to go get glasses. So you have glasses? I have glasses. Uh, well, you have to wear them tomorrow on the show. Oh, they make me so dizzy, Austin. I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> I really need to get my prescription adjusted because I'm sorry, man. I move I, my head, I get dizzy. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Wear glasses on tomorrow's show. Oh, man. I'm going to be nauseous the whole time. That's what you have to do. Um, oh, that's so terrible. For me. All right. I'll, I have to go grab another pair of shoes. I will try to do this without knocking stuff over. All right. Go get you some shoes. I'll the chat here. Yeah. You hold, hold on. Hold on the fort. Yeah, so I'm seeing a lot of comments in here. I love talking Titans with you guys. A lot of people are on the Grizzlies train. If y'all haven't watched the Grizzlies play, man, what a fun team. Shaq just on Tuesday night on TNT said that John Morant's the best player in the NBA. And, I, you know, I wrote a story about this. And actually, he's still got some work to do, obviously, only in his third year. But that team is more fun than anybody. They're still missing Dylan Brooks. If y'all haven't watched the Grizzlies, please do that. They are so much fun. All right, so what did you talk about? The Grizzlies. I oh. still need to plug the podcast, though, so leave some time for that. Uh, well, you can do that now. Okay, so this week on the Titan Up podcast, great episode. 
we had Eddie O'Reilly on, and you guys may be asking, well, who's Eddie O'Reilly? If you're on Twitter, if you've been following his journey on Twitter, he's a Titans fan that was living in Ukraine, has been living in Ukraine for the last 10 years. Him and his family were forced to flee the country. We had him on, and he told us an intense and in-depth story on what his journey's been like and how Titans fans have helped along the way, how they still can help. Right now, he's actually been put up in Germany, in a small town in Germany, because the German Titans, there's an account on Twitter, the German Titans mm-hmm. have taken him in and given him a place to stay. It's a really, really cool interview, and you know he gets emotional a couple times. Um, and, and hey, maybe that maybe that's not the type of interview for some of you guys. Well, on the first half of the podcast, we crack all kind of jokes about Calvin Ridley's gambling problems. Now, Arthur <laughs> Smith should be credited with changing the culture in Atlanta. We talk about Aaron Rodgers staying put in Green Bay, Russell Wilson going to Denver, what that means for the Titans. So check out this week's Tighten Up podcast as well. I think you guys will really like it. No, that, that's that's legit. I, I'm actually very much looking forward to that interview because I saw you guys had him on. I was very intrigued. It's a, it's a longer that. interview, but it is it is worth it. I'm telling All you. Right, I so was, I got yeah. my uh, got my my shoes here and in my workout shoes. So um, I have to teach you guys how to tie this like I'm five. However, I don't really know how I'm gonna hold the shoe um, because you guys can you see there? Can you see that? Yeah, we can okay. see it. That That's perfect. All right, so I'm left-handed, so this is going to be backwards for about 90% of you guys. <laughs> so here's how you do it. You take the strings in one hand each. Let's move this way so I can get more centered, right? You take one behind the other, then you loop it through, and you pull tight. Looks good so far. Right? Now, I use my right hand for this because I'm left-handed, but you create a loop here. Then you wrap around with the other. It's the bunny ears. Here comes yep. the bunny ears. And then now you've created this loop through. So you got loop up top, loop through. You take the one you just wrapped around the loop, <laughs> and you pull. You go through this loop, and now you've got you pull tight. So now you've got the bunny ears. So you're basically there, but for extra support, you take the two loops. And you loop those together as well because everybody needs a double knot. Yeah, for the people watching at home, that's what you call a perfect double knot. Yes, everybody needs a double knot right there. Mark Jones, Mark Jones makes a good point. You need to just buy like a $5 pair of Velcro shoes just in case you get that again. I think that would be great. I think that would be hilarious. You pull out a Velcro shoe, just strap, batten down the hatches, and then throw that thing on your foot. Yes. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Pretty good. Everybody know how to tie their shoes? If you didn't, you do now. There you go. All right. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday. <laughs> uh, Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports primetime. I did see, how about this? New building alert. The Titans are having a Harold Landry press conference in their brand new building at 1215. So I think Luke Warsham is going to be there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there you go. So Harold Landry talking to the media. After getting fifty-two point five guaranteed million dollars in his pocket, pretty yeah. uh, great day to be a great week to be a Harold Landry uh, fan and family member. So I'd answer right. just about any question from anybody if you gave me that amount of money. Same, 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 exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, double knot your shoes today, guys. Yes, safety first. Demetri says I haven't double tied a shoe in a decade when I was in college. How do you? How do you? Ooh, you've been getting away do, with murder, Demetrius. Who doesn't double knot? I roll my ankle like twice a year and it's all it's always because my shoes are either loosely tied or 
or not double knotted, or maybe I'm wearing new balances and, and don't have the support around the ankle I need. Demetrius, you are one lucky man. My ankle would shatter into a million pieces. Yeah, double knots for safety. All right, guys. We'll see you later on. Have a uh, gr- have a great rest of your Thursday. And like Steven says, if you're on YouTube, like the show before you go. That's a good way uh, to say that, Steven. I like that. Like the show before you go. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you're here as well. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Have a great day. Appreciate it.